One, two, one, two. Okay, we're rolling. We're rolling, babies. First of all, how's my hair? How does my hair look? Is my hair perfect? It's gotta be perfect, man. I'm gonna be doing a podcast now. First, let me take all this shit away from here. Hey, Twitter world. But, you know, I'm just joking. I'm not on Twitter. I don't think Twitter is a nice social interaction platform. Um, I'm more of an old school. I like Adnaklasnikis and uh, ICQ. Do you remember this messenger? So these these are the sort of things I like. I don't... I'm not a fan of Twitter because it's like... You don't talk to a person directly. You sort of talk to many people. And I always picture... If you're talking to somebody on Twitter in real life, it would sound like uh, you would scream so that everybody hears, but you're actually addressing one person. So I feel like it's like sort of this attention grab kind of situation. Uh, I got, I have a cat. I have a cat outside my window. I gotta let it in. I'm sorry for picking my nose. Damn. All right. Yeah. So where were we? I used I used this uh, I decided to greet you as hey Twitter world because there is this guy whose name is OJ Simpson which not a lot of people from Russia and Ukraine and Soviet countries are familiar with but he's a he's a he's an African American gentleman who who was a baseball player a famous baseball player and he didn't become famous for his baseball skills, but he became famous for killing his wife and other person. I'm, I don't remember full story, but yeah, he's he's basically a murderer and he was convicted uh, in prison for a long term. But he got out and uh, he got out recently. And... Now he's making videos on Twitter and uh, his videos go like this. Hey, they start, they always start like this. Hello, Twitter world. And everybody was making fun of, you know, the weirdness of the situation. How, <laughs> you know, you can go to jail and then you go on Twitter and you make videos like you're some sort of a fucking YouTuber. And he's an old guy, so it's even weirder when it comes down to that. Um, uh, in any way, anyway, um, my girls graduated, uh, recently, so congrats to her. She has finished four years of suffering in, in Simferop University of Culture, which is also called a bag, a plastic bag, because it's the abbreviation and that's what it stands for. Um, she, f- she majors... She majored in. She majored in uh, interior design, not graphic design. I always say graphic design, but I don't know why. Interior is that even a real thing? Interior design. I mean, I got. I was kind of. Bo- I was born and you know. And then everything was set up. The bed is right here. The nightstand is right there, and the wardrobe is here, and I. Didn't really need a designer, baby. I didn't need it. I survived like that. Um, she has graduated, which made me think about my graduation and my five years of uh, suffering and tears and blood and whatever. 
whatever it was, was a fucking weird time. Because uh, I wanted to drop out at year two, I think. Because um, I realized uh, I got the taste of what university life is. And I think that university is a microcosm of our whole system. It's this sort of fake narrative where um, you have a, a, a form, a shape, a construction of the concept, um, but there is no content in it, or there is so little of it that it negates all sense, all rational sort of... Um, you know what I mean? Uh, it's like university is supposed to be a temple of knowledge and wisdom and um, training you for the things that you might encounter in life. Whereas in reality, it's a place where you just waste time on fucking bullshit. And the reason why there is that sort of bullshit that they feed you with all this all these years um rooted in the corruption of the system is there there are professors and there's this hierarchy of you know fucking academics and uh, there's this industry of education and ministry of education that uh, is of course corrupted and it has its claws in the budget and in the money and the resources and there are so many leeches that are feeding off of the system that it's hard to even uh, pretend like it's functional so I am very skeptical about the any really governmental institution that pretends to provide any sort of use for modern world specifically because um it's like the world is so far ahead and all these bureaucratic machines are trying to catch up and they're so slow and sluggish that um, that it's sort of ridiculous to assume that these things will give you any sort of guidance or help in the real world. Um, it's more of a transitionary period between. It's, it's more of a transitional period between, um, you know, teenage years and a young adolescence. Um, but it's weird because this is the most, at least neurologically speaking, it's the most uh, creative and uh, you know the most the gr the most prolific um, times. In human life, this the the period between uh, you know sixteen and twenty five. Scientists say, which is I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, you know, I'm skeptical about everything, um, but they say that this is the most uh, productive and the most uh, the highest you peak in terms of your mental and creative abilities in this time during this time um yeah and when i'm thinking back at my university years i'm horrified at how much i 
how much I've endured and how much unnecessary shit I had taken and I had endured. Um, and it was all just a sort of struggle between the just the lights. It's because of the wind. It's because of the wind on the trees. Hope it gives me a good effect. Anyway, let me sit down a little bit comfortable. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just thought that the main struggle was for me not the academic struggle, not to try to um, perform well academically. I did fine um, and I knew I could do better but I just didn't see the point of doing so. And um, you're not rewarded or you're not uh, incentivized by financial side of it. As as we all know, they pay you fuck all, as, as British people would say, they pay you fuck all for, for the time that you're doing. And I call it time because it really felt, for me at least, it felt like a fucking... Um, uh, you know, imprisonment. It felt, it felt weird. It felt like I couldn't. Okay, I think my dog is fucking ready to go. I'm gonna walk the dog and come back. All right. See you another day. God damn it. My apologies. All right, and I completely lost my thought because I went to walk the dog and. I think I was talking about universities and and how uh, soul draining they are. Yeah, but let's not talk about that. I was just walking outside and uh, just the smell is the summer is here and everything is blooming and the smell is so nice. I just I'm always calmed. I'm always calmed by the smell of the plants and all the vegetation in the world and it's just it gives so much hope it's like the city is so fucking dirty and dusty and all the people are fucking scum but there are these trees and flowers and little vine yards and little you know um, just little plants that make everything look prettier and nicer and it's just a, it's just a nice it's a good time this is a nice time and believe it or not but uh, you know I live in Simferopol and it's like two hours away from the from sea and I I haven't this year I've only been in February I you know ha had a dip in the water but since then, I haven't, you know, like this summer, it's already like end of June and I haven't been to, uh, I haven't been to, I haven't swum is what I'm trying to say. Hey doggy, hey doggy. I haven't swum in the sea this year and it's, it's always like this. I've all, I've been, you know. I've been living my whole life here and I'm rarely the first person who opens the seasons of swimmers and I'm never there to enjoy the first this sort of hot days of summer where you have uh, 
sand or pebbles and lying and getting tan. Um, I'm never that. People who are that are from fucking Novorossiysk or Novosibirsk or fucking Perm or something like that. It's crazy that um, the world is so huge and uh, when you're right next to something that uh, people even don't have in their own local place, uh, you, you, you don't get to enjoy it just because you, you live here all the time and it's not a big deal to you. And But I, I have to say I'm a little disappointed. I wish I could just do it all day. But you get sick of this all day, yeah? I guess they figured it out better. Yeah, and I and I I was planning to move to Kiev, but then I knew it was it's gonna be summer, and I don't know whether I should leave uh, Crimea for summer because it's the it's the holiday season, it's the fun time in summer. If you if you had if you have ever been in Crimea in winter, that's when you start thinking about leaving. But in summer, it kind of looks nice. It it looks bearable um but yeah like um i was talking to my friend slash student about this uh, process of moving and he was encouraging me to just go shout out to dima by the way um he was encouraging me to go to kiev as soon as possible and uh, it's just it was an interesting discussion that we had because we we were talking about the sort of the effect of place on a person because my sort of my view viewpoint is that you can master your own environment and you can um i don't know forge your own kind of energy levels and vibes but i i might be wrong i might be just deluded and I just I'm just trying to find excuses for uh, this sort of inertia living uh, that I have right now. But um, if you think about and when when he made me think about that, uh, you realize that yeah, like that's it's all about people. It's all about energy exchange. And it's all about uh, how you click with others. And if you cannot find any connections or any uh, sort of understanding and feelings of solidarity. Sounds a little communistic when I'm talking like that. But if you can't find those things, it's um, it's not a place for you, obviously. Um, but you should always be with your people. And you should always find this sort of herd where you're accepted and where you're that's what we're all long for really like it's it's kind of weird that the world is a such a vast and immeasurable place and you get to be born in one place and uh, you die in that place as it was before in history but now that you have all this technological advancement you can choose any place I mean theoretically you can go to any place on the planet um and you know die there <laughs> if you want or live there it depends on your priorities 
Um, but yeah, so he made me think about this sort of um, dichotomy. That's a word I can use here, where you're sort of you're stuck because of the influence of your environment and the it's like a quicksand and it's dragging you down and you can't get out because you cannot see outside of this environment and this environment doesn't even instill the ability of you of thinking outside of it um and it's weird because i'm meeting i've been meeting people who are ambitious themselves and who are looking to you know to develop and to grow and when we talk they always we always sort of agree on these terms and we always find a common ground and they always look at me like i should i should be doing that and that's very sweet and heartwarming when i encounter these these situations because it means that i'm you know somebody that can reach some sort of heights and um and I can do something if I don't fuck up my potential. It fits in into the other thing I was thinking about, uh, which is uh, willpower. And I've recently watched a video. Dog, what are you doing? Dog, calm down. One sec. So it fits in perfectly into this, into this um, thing I was thinking about. And I've watched the video about uh, willpower and I was thinking about this willpower and I nihilistically I usually um, <clears throat> deny any sort of existence of willpower because I um, I tend to think that it's all everything is limited and it's like it ca you cannot pull yourself by the bootstraps as they say uh, in America you cannot just uh, or in Russian the idiom is that you cannot jump um, over your head or above your head because your head is always above your legs unless you get chopped with a sword and then your head falls below the waist and then your kind of legs go up but see that's that's a that's a extraordinary situation which is it is not it does not give you the outcome that you want when you want to jump over your head either way let me tell you a story about willpower yeah so there are many experiments on willpower and uh, one of the most famous ones is about the delayed gratification if you don't know what it is a quick explanation um, delayed gratification is that you don't uh, get instant pleasure but you wait it out and you push it you know for another time for a little bit you know into the future and then you get this pleasure and that's called delayed gratification don't mix it with uh you know asphyxia because that's not what it is. i'm just kidding <clears throat> damn on this podcast is going off the rails here um what i'm saying is that there is there was this social experiment uh, on children of course on children because who else are you gonna experiment on it's uh, animals and children and they had a um so they put a cupcake in front of a child and they wait they tell them if you eat it right now you're not gonna get another cupcake which will arrive in two minutes but if you're gonna wait it 
if you're gonna wait for the second cupcake, you're gonna get two cu cupcakes. So it's up to you. And uh, so these guys, these children, I mean, they're just, you know, sitting and some of them eat it instantly. Some of them wait some time and some of them, you know, succeed and wait two minutes and then they get two cupcakes. So there is the spectrum of people and uh, how much they can use of their, you know, self-discipline to control themselves and their urges. And uh, so in this video, this guy was talking about how willpower is uh, a, it, it has a, it has a limited capacity that you can, you cannot just throw it out as like a energy bar on a character when he casts his spells to give you a video game reference. And so, yeah, like you can, if you use this power, if you use this will, it means that if you encounter another thing that requires you to be in control and self-discipline, you might not have enough of that mana um, to deal with that situation. So um, people who have strong willpower are the ones who actually don't put themselves into, into the situation where their willpower has to be, um, you know, wasted um, every second of the day. But on the contrary, that they create a sort of... Um, they create the situations for themselves where they, it, they try as much as possible to um, get away from the from the thing that triggers their willpower and it uh, you know would potentially uh, bring some detriment to their to their life um, it's very common with addictions so if you have any sort of addiction if you want to go away from it if you want to try to to be a different person and to be more productive or to be more uh, independent of the addictions and urges, you practice this self-control and uh, this self-discipline, which is all, you know, willpower, then you try to get into this state where you don't need that thing that you're addicted to anymore. But most people fail because the triggers uh, overwhelm the health bar on the or mana bar on the willpower um, indicator and so they fall into the uh, known behaviors um, that they were trying to get get away from in the first place um, for me it was I'm, I, as I told you before I'm, I'm pretty addicted to Brawl Stars and I, I can play all day this game and I don't know um, why is it it is so maybe I'm sublimate sublimating is that the right term? The Freud's term that I'm just trying to... Um, probably not. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's the thing that consumes most of my time. And it's it doesn't... It's not productive. And it doesn't bring me any future benefits. Yeah. Like, I always tell myself that the time that I can invest into like, I don't know, learning French or working on my Instagram or working on the lessons and the program that I'm writing and the school 
would be you know much more uh, rewarding in future financially and emotionally and in all in all aspects uh, but um, you know my brain says well yeah sure but how about killing another dude in the game how cool is that and I'm like fuck yeah that's so much cooler and I just log in and I kill some dudes and I die sometimes and I get angry and uh, next thing you know it's two o'clock at night and I'm lying in bed and my eyes hurt and I'm like shit well I gotta go to sleep and I go to sleep and then next day starts the same so that's that's the short story of the addiction that I have to the stupidest thing in the world like it's it's even embarrassing to admit this thing because people have real addictions like heroin or alcohol or no sex and I'm addicted to fucking Brawl Stars. How pathetic is that? But it is what it is, you know? It is what it is. When I was thinking about this um, willpower, I was also thinking about when it is formulated, because I'm working with children, and they have, like, zero willpower. And it's not clear when this um, ability to look, look out for yourself in term, did, you, did you hear that? that? That was my stomach. Um, when, when this ability forms to look out, when this ability to look out for yourself in terms of your future um, progress, when it for, when does this ability form? It's not clear. It is not clear. I think it's somewhere in the teens, um, but what I do know is that it is murdered brutally in schools um, but when you deal with children which is what I do um, like they don't have that ability they just like go all out for fun and fucking lazing around and just doing not anything productive nothing for their future benefit and um, I'm not the kind of person who would force somebody into that because it's just like I don't want to waste my energy on that. Like I don't want to because if I have to, you know, command a child to to look out for himself, he's not going to develop this ability. So he has to know this. He has to learn how to do it. And um, what I'm saying is just it's just a tough gig. It's a tough gig working with children because they don't listen they don't give a fuck but i've already been i've already been on about it um in the previous podcast so i'm just gonna you know hook it up to the theme of willpower and i'm just gonna leave it at that because i'm gonna start bitching about it again and uh i might lose one of my five followers which will hurt like hell which will hurt even more than losing in the Brawl Stars. And if you don't believe me, losing in the Brawl Stars is the worst thing in the world. Especially when your teammate is fucking noob. Um, yeah, so. Oh, okay, and one more thing that I this That's the main, the main point. I forgot, I left out the main point from that video and from that um, research that it was referring to that this, um, you know, the people who practice and uh, 
uh, sort of waste their um, willpower without replenish it, replenishing it, repl- blah, without replenishing it, um, they they become more irritable and they become more impulsive in the world of triggers that we have, of you know the fucking butt naked girls on Instagram and like porn here, porn there, and the alcohol and fun and so and the and the main message was is that you gotta pick your battles and that's another saying that i'm gonna give you in english uh you gotta pick your battles what it means is that you don't fight with everybody and with everything that presents itself you you choose wisely and that if you know that you cannot defeat this beast or if you know that this is something you don't want to waste your energy on you avoid it you try to you know take it out of your life run away from it whatever um it which is which goes back to my uh unwillingness to command and force the kids to learn because i'm avoiding that at all cost but at the same time i'm there for them and i'm there to give all i have and it's there for the taking it's just their sort of incentive to just go out and take it because i'm just offering it all lesson and if they just figure it out they will be like "Fuck! it's right there it's right in front of me but that's the dilemma they don't know how to figure it out and i'm left with this a spoiled brat who is you know ruining the lesson and their future if you're wondering what i'm looking out i'm looking outside the window at the green greenness outside of my house and we have a little garden there because i live on the first floor and um your eyes unwillingly go fall fall on the green and free and nature and everything that sort of inspires you it's um it's a defense mechanism uh instead of looking at in the camera i'm doing that because i feel more comfortable doing that that's i think in psychology it's called soothers soothers are the so there is this whole thing and i learned this when i was preparing lesson for on lies uh, versus truth um that you know people cannot read there is this whole um, science and there's this TV show Lie to Me uh, where they propose this idea that some experts, some people can read the emotions and uh, they can detect um, what's true and what's false uh, based on the expression of people on people's faces. Um, but uh, I guess more scientific consensus goes for the argument that it's all baloney and it's all nonsense because um, the things that people do with their faces, they're not always connected with what they're trying to convey, but it's more connected with the sort of social interaction and intensity of the social interaction that they're having. So if they're doing something with their hands, like I'm doing right now, um, it's not because they want to impress you or they want to, I mean, that could be because they want to impress you, but 
it's not because they're lying or they're not telling you the whole truth. It's probably because they're just feeling uncomfortable in this context and they just want to bring discomfort by these gestures and these mimics and all these things that can't help to get back into that comfort zone. All right, I guess that's all for, for the day. Um, this was completely useless, but thanks for listening to me. Anyway, um, tomorrow I'm going to the seaside. I'm going to spend a day, not a day, I'm going to spend more than a day, but um, I'm going to spend a week, I guess, in Gruzuf. I'm going to swim. And uh, if you don't have the sea near you, just take a shower. It'll be good for you. And um, yeah, so that's my advice. All right. See you later.